G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, we're back today turning the microscope onto ourselves and looking into some of those areas of our lives that we may be surprised when we start to see that this is the way Aussies truly are. We're back today with Mark McCrindle from McCrindle Research, Australia's premier social researcher. And today a little look into our food habits and good food in Australia. Hello, Mark McCrindle. Welcome back to 2020. Oh, thanks very much, Neil. Mark, this research that you've got on the food that we're consuming in Australia, uh, you know, I guess there's going to be some who are going to say, oh, here we go, we're going to be talking about obesity rates and things like that, but what is your good food index that you are researching? Yeah, this was a, a broad analysis of food. I mean, not just our, our fooding behaviour, but uh, but what we buy, um, our attitude to food. And I think it shows overall, you know, that Australians are, are travelling pretty well. I mean, certainly we know that we're not perhaps exercising as much as we should, and we are aware of, um, of overweight challenges, particularly with young people today. Um, but beyond that, um, you know, it shows that, that Australia is travelling reasonably well. We, we, we found a way of, uh, of analysing Australians based on what they buy, based on attitudes and education around food, uh, based on the sorts of food that they're choosing and, and eating habits. And in the end, when you analyse all of this, Australians, if you like, got a report card of about 71 out of 100. So the average Australian is doing pretty well. It's, uh, it's sort of a credit there uh, in terms of, of how they're, they're travelling from a food perspective. I guess you can talk about the, the nutritional value of the food we're eating, but also the diverse types of food we eat. And I know in earlier conversations when we've talked about the migration rates to Australia and uh, the very fact that, uh, you know, as we look over our fence, we may have people coming from different ethnicities, different cultures and bringing their different foods to the Australian context. This has changed the way we eat, I guess, over generations. Yeah, exactly. You look at what's on the diet of most Australians now and, and it's far more uh, diverse than it used to be. Uh, it's not just spaghetti bolognese or, or, or perhaps, uh, you know, a, a pretty uh, traditional you know, curried eggs. Um, I think we've mixed up the culinary mix a bit more. And, and you know, partly it's, it's a bit more education through TV shows and through easily available recipes. Uh, we've got a whole generation now that grab apps that help them, you know, cook and work out how to cook effectively. And, of course, there is a bit more convenience with food now. You can get some uh, easy-to-assemble easy meals available in, in supermarkets. This helps people cook at home, have something that's nutritious, but uh, without perhaps having to cook from scratch or know how to do everything uh, from a, a, a basic recipe perspective. What does your research say about our fast food intake? Uh, is that something that we ought to be concerned about? Yeah, it's certainly become more available, fast food outlets, and we found in this that Australians are consuming more fast food, but it's more a factor of our busy lifestyles than a lack of you know, um, focus on nutrition because we know that while fast food intake is up, 
it's fast food that's eaten while we're out and about. Maybe parents are dropping the kids somewhere or picking them up from somewhere else and so they'll grab a quick meal en route. Uh, maybe it's just because people are, are working some shift hours and, and on the way to and from work, that's what, sort of, that's what they're, they're going for from a meal perspective. But, but as for fast food that's eaten at home, that's actually been declining. What we found with Australian families and Australians generally is that they are more conscious of the food that they're eating. They're reading labels more. They are looking for additives in foods, and they're trying to buy less takeaway food, which they consume at home. We find even when they are buying food out and about, maybe they're doing some shopping and, and, and it's lunch out in the food court that they're going for, they're buying things like juices and whole foods more than they would have in the past. So, um, so you know, they're getting some, some good marks for that. Um, although we did find that, um, that uh, for uh, more than a third of Australians, uh, they need chocolate every day. So we still have a bit of a sweet tooth in Australia as well. What is the research that you've got about food personalities? What does that mean? Well, that's, that's really a, a look at the, the um, types of food that we eat and, and how we buy the food and, and for what reason. And so uh, if you look at our food personalities, it, uh, it highlights you know, really what defines us. You've got the insta-eaters. And so insta-eaters are those who are buying uh, uh, food that they're really consuming now. They're, they're not so much thinking about the, the future health that, and how that's going to impact them. They, they like what they like and they want it and they'll eat it um, uh, more based on a taste perspective than a future health impact perspective. Um, you've got the friendly foodie and we put this characteristic down for those who actually buy food in a social context. Maybe they're, they're parents, maybe they're the young people that, that think in a, in a social way, but, but what determines or influences the sorts of foods they buy and, and what they buy uh, really is the, the influence of others. So they'll eat out a bit more, but in a social context, or they'll buy in bulk because they like to entertain. We found another characteristic we call, or, or, or um, grouping here, we call the overachievers. And they're people who really watch what they eat. They calorie count. They make sure that things uh, don't have additives. And they're working hard to achieve their goals. It might be um, because they've got particular health goals or because they've got to watch what they eat because of some, some health challenges they're dealing with. But they're the, they're the focused people when it comes to food and nutrition. And, uh, and the fourth group we found were the taste seekers. And so for them... They're certainly social in the outlook, but they are really buying food that, uh, that tastes good and that, um, that they're going to enjoy uh, the here and now. That's what drives them. I guess the, the purpose of that is to sort of think about what are the priorities or values that drive our food choices and how much is it focused on you know, the here and now or, or are we actually thinking about the consequences that what we eat today you know, will really impact us tomorrow. What about supermarkets? There is a sense, isn't there, I guess you could say, uh, does the supermarket stock food because I want to buy it or am I buying the food that I buy because the supermarket wants me to buy it? Any sort of research around those sorts of things? Because uh, people walking through their supermarkets these days, uh, I guess, are discovering that sometimes there's less variety in the products they used to buy and, of course, there's all sorts of dynamics going on in the uh, uh, monopolised in some areas of the food industry. Is there any sort of research that you've done in that area about uh, the reasons we're eating some things because we're being marketed in a, in a different way? Yeah, certainly we're living busy, complex lives and convenience drives so many food choices. Our supermarkets today are far bigger than they used to be. 
are more than a third bigger than they were a generation ago. And that's because they're not just supermarkets selling um, traditional groceries, but you've got the greengrocer included in the supermarket with all the fresh food. You've got the bakery as part of the, the supermarket. And, of course, a butcher is within that supermarket as well. And increasingly, almost like a pharmacy is, is part of it. Uh, you've got the dairy section. It's larger than it's ever been. And so it does make it convenient, in a sense, uh, although some are saying it's perhaps you know impacting on the competition of some of those standalone stores. But but one thing um, for sure, we've seen a lot of pressure on prices and, and, and giving people a few more options. It's not just a world of brand names now. You can get the no-frills option on most things. Um, and the other big shift we've seen in our supermarkets is that they have worked pretty hard to provide foods that are going to help Australians you know, make their life functional. And so uh, you've got a lot more um, semi-prepared foods uh, that you can buy, still do a little bit of the work at home, uh, but it's a bit quicker for busy parents to to sort out. Um, And I guess um, the the business of our lifestyle is is highlighted by the fact that about 40% of Australians skip breakfast at least once a week, and about half of that number, about one in five of us, um, skip breakfast most days. So Certainly, we're busier than ever. Uh, we're, we're juggling lots of roles. People are trying to fit the shopping in uh, when they can. We found in this research that um, people are more likely to have a top-up shop, that is, several shops in the week rather than just one big trolley filler shop. Uh, it's just a sign of a changing Australia, and with that, we have changing shopping and eating habits. Well, certainly a dynamic field that will be changing and changing and changing and uh, something I'm sure you'll be keeping abreast of. Mark McCrindle, Australia's premier social researcher, talking about the food we eat today, a food personality that we might have. Uh, Mark, always good talking through these sorts of issues. I'll point people to McCrindle Research at mccrindle.com.au. Mark McCrindle, great talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. You're most welcome. Thanks so much, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.